Today we've spoken about beers at the gym, the tour, after parties at the T-Word, triathlon races, try and do less of that chat, uh, and stand up or sit down wipe. So yeah, fun and games. Um, I don't think we've covered anything else of importance. No, I think that was that was it. Cool. Uh, we're still deciding on a name. We think it's called the One By. But yeah, enjoy the show. Yeah, I've got an episode one recording going. Fun and games. How are you boys? Anyway. Yeah, good, good, mate. We both arrived in uh, Walshie, Austria today. Both had a, what, four-hour plus drive? We were just less, we were like three and a bit, but yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, all right, to be fair. Like, nice driving, it's better than in the UK. Through the mountains, like, lovely. Sam, where were you before, at the airport? Uh, no, we've driven. We went, we've done almost the same as, well, slightly less. We did six countries in, like, four days. Yeah, you in a car. Yeah, but I, I've got a bike with me. <laughs> we did, obviously, UK and then France, Switzerland, uh, Liechtenstein, and then you know, Austria and Germany. There's a bit of Italy in there or not? No, I would like to go to Italy on the way home, but Lucy thinks it's too much of a detour. So we'll the drivers are absolutely mental. Yeah, we, we've noticed that. Uh, we've been in Italy for like two and a half weeks, or so me and James, and they don't indicate. <laughs> they also don't use like, lanes. They don't care about what side of the road they're on. Yeah. If there's a gap there, there's not a gap. Italy's all about confidence and not making eye contact. Yeah, well, I didn't have any confidence when I was on a bike and they are in a metal box. <laughs> I've had some. I've had a few close calls and some descents. Just yeah, like, yeah. they want to just like slot in, like take a gap and slot in. And when you're on like a blind bend, go yeah. down a descent at like 60k an hour, like... It like life flashes before your eyes. It's, yeah, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. When we were going yeah. up Stelvio, 60, Aust- uh, 60 Hungarian sports cars came past us, and uh, I don't think combined space between them added up to a meter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, squeaky bum time on the way up there. <laughs> it's interesting. Like we we when we rode last weekend, we must have seen about fifty UK cars. So I reckon yeah. there must be some sort of convention going on around like Italy area because they're all like Aston Martins like it's a flex thing as well a lot well, of the used to go and fly or drive cars with their home plate on to be like noticed more than anything really yeah, yeah. Okay. like especially if it was a nice car how's Ironman training going yeah mate great yeah I've just been pedalling for 12 days and then I've done a 30 minute jog so I think I'm basically ready to do Copenhagen now to be honest how, how long have you got seven weeks on Sunday oh you'll be right yeah exactly yeah I'll be fine I had a massage today so I feel nice and loose and jobs are good and <laughs> how hard can it be yeah that's me again in seven weeks <laughs> seven weeks we've got yeah, yeah seven weeks yeah, I had exactly. a massage yesterday they gave me these little like paper pants to wear <laughs> I basically that's look a like... different kind of story <laughs> yeah, does Sean know about this <laughs> <laughs> no, she she's been there before, but they didn't offer us these pants before, so I was a bit confused. Uh, though I was pre-warned, but yeah, I basically felt like you know this like, it was kind of a sumo wrestler type, like kind of a little bit bigger on the crotch, and then kind of nothing on the ass, but and then with like paper. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. And you're still racing in them on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> They're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we should probably introduce the podcast at some point. Yeah, mate. I think that's. I reckon you go for it because you've got some ideas. <laughs> yeah, we've, okay. We've designed we've designated you as host. The designated what? Me as host. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. You've got the most right. media skills. So we decided to call it Gains and Ales. It was <laughs> Sam's idea. Tom's idea. It was my idea to call it, but Gains and Ales wasn't my idea. That was Tom's idea. Okay. Well, you know. Well, Gains and Ales was in my. I wasn't my name. It was Elliot Smales, a former pro triathlete. Oh, we should give him who, a shout out. He's just opened a tri shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big shout out to Elliot. But um, <laughs> we we basically had a training group chat called Gains and Ales because it was about training and going for beers. Um, which is where the name came from. Though some feedback suggests that it might not be a great name, but we could see how it rolls. Uh, I'm not going to say, but it could be could be altered, maybe. As long as it doesn't involve the T word, we're all good. Yeah. I, I had this idea about calling it the one-by. I don't mind as long as it's got a name. Right, yeah. so this is this life. is the one by Tom came up with the name. <laughs> <laughs> G- Games gonna... and Ales is more like a group chat where everyone takes. I mean, this could be the podcast to be fair. We yeah. take the piss out of each other. So, so Tom, why is it called the one by? Because <laughs> uh, not enough people <laughs> use a one by, <laughs> <laughs> and therefore not enough people listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, I um, had a certain group set front derailleur that just packed it on me over winter twice two separate ones and i was like not interested anymore i'm just gonna stick stick with a one by one chain ring on the front and just stay with that and it's it saw me through it's got me through the uh, kind of steep climbs in in like yorkshire dales and even in Lavinio in just mountain yeah. passes so you've just been riding a one by the whole time yeah it gets you it's strong it's not too bad when it's a 39 though <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> so we actually <laughs> so we wanted to do do a podcast, or from my stance and Sam's stance, because we regularly catch up for a beer. So we thought, why not record all of the useless nonsense we talk once in a while? We speak so much wisdom. Yeah, someone might learn something by episode yeah. one hundred and thirty-four. I know. They probably have already learned something. Yeah. By riding a one by, yeah, they'll take it off. Yeah, a thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just been through enough on campaign. Yeah, <laughs> and we're probably gonna. Although it'll come up at some point, we kind of want to avoid the T word because there's enough good triathlon podcasts to talk about racing and things. Right, I've got I've got a topic we can talk about. Here's a first first story. So I was at the gym today. Obviously, I go to a slightly bougie health club type gym. I only use the swimming pool. So I got out of the swimming pool and uh, I'm heading home and realise that there are a lot of people drinking beer at the gym. So if you've just had a tennis match or something or like, you know, you're just there for a beer, I can get on board. But there are multiple people that had actually done weights or a treadmill. And then like I'd seen them on the treadmills earlier and then they're drinking beers. Where do we stand on that? What time of day is it? Uh, about one in the afternoon. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if it was like seven, because, so you've gone to the gym, pre-night out, like a pre-workout, <laughs> or like, <laughs> yeah, and then... You've done your 10 push-ups. We, we, let, we used to do that at school. Well, we didn't go to the gym, we used to play Call of Duty. <laughs> this is really different. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, 
I, I finished training and gone got a beer straight out of the fridge. One in the afternoon. I guess you've not, it's, you've not even finished training and had beers. I've texted you and you've said, Oh yeah, I'm just coming back for my ride, I'm at the pub. Yeah, but that's on the way back. Yeah. <laughs> so you're no, saying there's, so there's, we're saying it's only acceptable if they drink the beers and then go back into the gym. I, I've not got a problem with it, but my problem is one o'clock is maybe slightly too early. Because of where are you going from there? But then if they've got a day sesh afterwards. Yeah. What what day was it as well? It's Friday. Friday. Friday's yeah. They probably finished work early, gone to the gym and then just like finished. They probably worked from home and not even gone it. Yeah. And just gone logged into the computer and just gone to the gym had a, done a few push-ups did a bit of bench press <laughs> ready for town I, I would say it's probably slightly <laughs> too early but I wouldn't say it's a bad thing on a Friday if it was a Monday I'd be worried so we're not saying Wednesday beers what well, Wednesday is alright midweek Sunday <laughs> <laughs> which day which days are off the calendar probably Thursday yeah because you've had a big Wednesday you're gearing up for a big Friday <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll give you that. And then, who's excited for the tour? Yeah, I've just created my fantasy team, which... Yeah, I saw that. I think whoever's made that page, whoever's done the tour fantasy thing, has given us too much points. Yeah, I, I miss I miss Velo, I miss Velo Games. Yeah. Uh, Velo Games was... So, I've got two problems with this new one. T- too many points to have all the good riders and also you have to be on it every day yeah. you have to be like nominate your, your your stage winner you have to and i think you can like get credits to buy other riders later on in the later Actually, on in the yeah, week and stuff to get Vinegar, Van Aert, Van Der Poel, Philipson and Bernal all in one team <laughs> i don't know what they know mate i've got i've got mighty calf yeah, I He's went got cab. to do one stage. Yeah, or, or just just for that, that would make the tour for me. I and I said I'd rather we did it early, so we don't spend three weeks talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> because that is going to be every sprint is going to be overanalyzed as to why Cav didn't win. No, he's going to crash early doors like he did in Yorkshire. Well, we, we've got a theory. I think it was was it was it you or James who said uh, there's been a series oh, announced. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, so we we feel there might have been a little bit of money exchange for him to get. A stage win. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> controversial topics, episode one. <laughs> maybe there isn't, and maybe they're relying on him Pro triathlete Tom Bishop oh. saw Mark Cavendish sign contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how rumours start. <laughs> I trust in Mark. I think he's going to be good. Um, and I really genuinely want him to get that stage. But I, yeah, yeah, I'd love to I see it. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to see it be like the Giro final stage, though. What a little bit more contested. I think one of the underspoken things from last year's tour was didn't Wout van Aert finish second in King of the Mountains classification? Yeah. And he only didn't win it because Vingegaard won the stage to win the tour. If he was in any other team, he'd be pushing for more. He'd be King of the Mountains. Yeah. It's only because he's in that team that... He's about 8 foot 4 and 100 kilos, a man. Did he win Green Jersey as well? Yeah. Yeah. That's a... would, Would that be a first? Yeah. Or first recently, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sagan got a few King of the Mountains points by accident, but probably. that's I can't confirm that. But, you know, he used to go up the road when there was like an intermediate oh, climb yeah, early yeah. doors. It's going to be good. I um, I reckon Pog's going to win, personally. Yeah, it's hard. I've, I've got that. I can't see past the Pog. I can't see past Vinegar. 
Mate, you're dreaming. Yeah, sort of you're living in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ineos' lineup, I just a little bit like, ah. Oh. But then I've heard we've heard like Pickock's low key going for the GC as well. So yeah, see how that's going to go. Egan, that'd be exciting. They must know something about Egan. And Carapaz. Carapaz, yeah, very good. Great people. Pickock for GC. Interesting. Oh, it'd be inter- entertaining to watch for sure. He went out to it last year. You can clap him. I was there. I was on the Alp. It was mental. Really? Yeah, it was absolutely outstanding. What a day! Yeah, we're we... on the Netflix documentary. I've not watched it yet. No. But we're vetoing Netflix and putting a stand because I'm basically am too tight. Obviously, I live in Yorkshire now, so I have to be stingy. Um, and I used to use my sisters, and now they won't let me. So I'm going to go a month without paying it, and then inevitably I pay them some money and catch up on all the stuff I've missed. But I'm not sure on the Netflix documentary. I don't think it's basic enough to get people into cycling. I feel like there's a lot of knowledge you have to already know to really get hooked on it. Yeah. Mm, interesting. On the drive over, we listened, me and James listened to the Social Distance podcast, which is one yeah. we're all trying to emulate here. Uh, and they were talking <laughs> <badly>. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, we've not decided whether we're allowed to swear or not yet. So. I think I've probably sworn I can't confirm but I just forget (laughs) but anyway back to my point they were talking about they they all enjoyed it to be fair it's like pros ex-pros and like media guys they said it was good they thought it was it's TV so it's dramatised so um, they thought it was good but yeah I guess from someone looking in they're probably not too bothered about the information they just want to see drama and the way they played wow against vinegar early on about oh he wanted to he wanted to like wow wanted to go for everything but in the end obviously it was all about vinegar or vinegar how he pronounced yeah. it i just thought drive to survive was really good at getting people hooked onto f1 who've never been hooked i mean you've seen how it's yeah. looking to drive and now now you can't look anywhere without putting a results post out like p5 today at roth <laughs> Sorry, I don't actually know who finished P5, but, you know, there's a slap in the face for whoever that was. <laughs> How was Roth? Roth was wicked. Really cool to be there. Um, I was obviously a bit cracked, so I was quite tired. But, um, yeah, we didn't go to a swim start. Couldn't be bothered. Went out to, like, 30k on the bike. I took some pictures, gave some heckles, waited until Anhao came through and then piled back in the car. So we basically, like, all the top men, top five to ten women, and then jumped back on. And by the time we watched Anne Haug at 75k, uh, Magnus and Sam beat us to 120k. It was like a 12 minute drive. They had already, they were covering like 49k an hour, absolutely motoring. Um, So yeah, that was good fun. Uh, The run was pretty warm, but yeah, cool to see. Nice to be on the ground at a race like that. Daniela was like a different world, as was as was Magnus, but at least Sam rode with him. Daniela was just start to finish untouchable. Like that swim was nuts. Yeah. We, uh, I watched it quite a lot on Sunday, and yeah, I was blown away with how how good it was. And um, we didn't we didn't watch it all. We kind of had to go training, and I had probably one of my best bike sessions afterwards. And I don't know if it is because I was motivated by it all, but I was just like, this is insane, an insane level of racing. But I was I was actually really happy to see Ben finish second. Yeah. I thought that was well solid. Like third. Third, sorry, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Lang got second. Yeah, but, yeah. but podium, yeah, still second, third, it's... Super cool, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he had a great day, start to finish. Like, him and Patrick were solo for the majority of the day because 
Bakugard had the mechanical. Yeah, I was I was good for Bakugard actually. I thought yeah. he was he was playing it smart early on, wasn't he? Just like sticking to his power. And yeah. he, he ran really well, yeah. didn't he? So And he outran Skipper, um, yeah. 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 But no, great, great race. It's definitely something that I thought I want to do next year. Yeah, it was awesome. And let's give a shout out to Kieran Linders, friend yeah. of ours. Yeah. Uh, came tenth, like just uh, some hero. Yeah, definitely. Like no, no one's sp- spoken about it. No one said, "Oh, no one's even not really in even in post races." No, and our Kieran Linders, great. It came Kieran off the bike in the group. When yeah. he was on the start of the run, he was with Skipper, Backyard, Bradley Vice. Um, who else was with them? Andy Dreitz, um, those boys. Yeah, he was properly. When I messaged you boys, twelve to fifteen k in, he was properly in the mix. Yeah, I mean, like he was all race. I mean, like he just liked a bit at the end of the run, but like, yeah, super cool. Yeah, I mean, he's quite young still. He's like twenty five, something like that. Yeah, Shanty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, twenty five, twenty six. So he's going to be. I think that's his distance. To be fair, um, yeah. but yeah, he's also yeah, he's a good, good guy to share an Airbnb with. Be with. So if anything goes quiet, <laughs> if, if there's a bit of like a lull in chat, it'll definitely fill the... Uh, yeah, yeah, the other one was Will Crudge had a very good swim bike and fell apart a bit in the run, but um, he was right in the group for a very young lad, trains out of Bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that guy Could from like, like British triathlon ETS camps and stuff. So always rated him as like a swim biker, but he's like, yeah, obviously moved on quite an the age long course and but yeah I, I i was i was tracking their kind of results and all their kind of lifetime and i saw he was there and it was yeah very very good from him so seeing as we're talking about the t-word here's a controversial one that i know you've tested tom camelbacks well obviously we'll, you've seen the video of christian hogenhaug faffing for 90 seconds in t1 you know that everyone is talking about them and roth actually banned them where is that going the I, thing. I cried. I, I cried when I saw that. It's his own fault. Yeah, it's it, the wrong suit. Yeah, or just don't unzip it all the way. It takes me like three seconds for it. Yeah, yeah. Suit just opens and stays. Yeah. And in worst case, it falls down by a crutch and you get cold bars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I think he needs to practice it a bit more. But it takes me like three seconds to whack a camera back down my front of my tri suit. It's not. It's not tricky. Everyone's getting slammed at the minute for. And why did Roth ban it? They they said it was because of health and safety in case you crashed, which I kind of disagree oh, with. I'd say I heard it was fairings. I heard it was because they don't want people putting like plastic. Fe- you know, like. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's still health and safety if you crash with like a. Yeah. I heard it was because a good German friend of the show um, didn't want Magnus to have too much of a lead off the bike. Well, yeah, because he, he had. <laughs> I watched him run into T2 in Ibiza, and he had a plastic Tupperware box in his hand. Like, that's not nutrition <laughs> unless he's got gels in it. Yeah. yeah. I um it's a, like I, it's a shame that they banned it because I think they probably would have made the bike even faster let's be honest but yeah. Like from a personal perspective and a selfish perspective like I need that 1.5 liters to get my nutrition in because my yeah. yeah just because I feel like it's the best way to get it in it, it's safe you're not you're not messing around with bottles on your bike like you're not reaching back to put one in your yeah, bottle cage at the back, it's safer. Yeah, you, you, there's less chance of littering. You don't have to go and grab a bottle at, what, 30k an hour from a from an aid station. I just think it's a safe way of doing it. Um, it might not look great on photos, but I've uh, got I've, <laughs> I've got over that. Everything looks great on photos when, <clears throat> when 226 <laughs> is taking them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
headline sponsor of the one by. <laughs> yes, that could be the first. That could, that's the first plug that we've uh, done, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Shortly followed by Amaki Performance. Amaki, Although I've already plugged a rival shop. Elliot, are you and Elliot now not speaking based on your rival grounds? He's trying to poke me. Is he? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I guess back to the uh, old fairing thing. Um, you have a fairing on your bike. All triathlon bikes are covered in fairings. It's such a, a half assed rule that they've definitely not thought about properly. Yeah, and it does. I don't think it's going to spread further than like Roth. Like we've like we're in Walsh now. They've not mentioned anything about it. So sounds like yeah. races going forward haven't aren't considering banning it. So, but we'll see. I guess it's something that people might jump on the idea of, but hopefully not. There isn't a safety aspect that ban that's bad as long as it's Camelback. Yeah. yeah, I reckon like a lunchbox down there is probably not going to be great if you crash, but also a water bottle that's like an inch away from your chest that's attached yeah. to your handlebars is probably worse. Considering your average speed's like 45k an hour now, a camelback down your front is the least, like, uh, least of your worries if you hit the deck. It's like an airbag. You're in fucking trouble either way. Yeah. Sorry, you're in trouble either way. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> like chop that over. <laughs> Potty mouth. I mean, yeah. I get the, the stricter rules based off like those <clears throat> bars that Skip has been riding with the error balls on top yeah. because even he said that he didn't use them at Ibiza because there's some BH groups on the course and he can't get to his brakes fast enough. I get that. Yeah. If you can't get to your brakes fast enough, regardless of whether there's age groups on the course or not, then. Skipper doesn't need his brakes. He's got five minutes to make up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's not making nothing bike is he he's doing yeah, right. king of the beer mile that he's never won <laughs> he just hosts it <laughs> king of the podcast actually it, Joe is never going to listen to this so I feel fairly safe giving him a good slammy <laughs> I I'm impressed that I can do a beer mile after a, an Ironman to be fair like fair enough I could drink four beers but I couldn't run a mile after an Ironman <laughs> the day after I would like to point out that the winner of the beer mile was Pete Dyson who um, spent the day drafting Daniela and then got toasted by her on the run <laughs> so What's yeah, I want to see Daniela Daniela versus Magnus on the beer mile that's a fucking party <laughs> Wow, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I've seen Daniela on an after party and Magnus has got no chance. But it's still good to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I bet the, I've seen a few photos from Rough After Party and it looked wicked, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, we didn't so. actually go. We went out in Nuremberg for a few beers with some friends. But um, yeah, it did look cool. The Everyone goes back to the finish line and uh, there's like a big fireworks show and stuff. It did look uh, pretty juicy. Yeah, nothing on the Ibiza after party. <laughs> I'm still there I think yeah <laughs> I'm still in Pasha are we going to tell your story about the IB3 after party I feel like that's a good one yeah go on then I feel like you should so we all so obviously us lot went for beers after the well it was after Long Course Worlds wasn't it on the Sunday night and uh, so we went to the what was it the awards was at Pasha so there was an age group party at Pasha and we were in some bar outside what was that club we were in in the end Hi, um, that's no it. Oh, like a 20 minute taxi. So we get in this 20, 25 minute taxi to the other side of town to see what's going on at Pasha, assuming there was a big 
um, triathlon party there. In hindsight, that was a terrible idea. Don't know whose it was. But anyway, we piled into there and literally as we walked through the door, we realised it was awful. But it was free entry and then they, were, they didn't let us in at first because they were closing. So we spent 25 minutes in a taxi. We probably spent three minutes in the club drinking a beer and then leaving and then went back to where we were before and went into high. Um, which was an absolutely exceptional night. Sam went missing at some point through the night. And then we get this this message in the morning, we all caught up, and it's like, Sam, where did you go last night? He's like, oh, basically I got thrown out and was wandering around Ibiza for, how long were you walking around for? An hour? Two hours? Oh, yeah. Trying to call people? Um, yeah, trying to work out where I was. Yeah, and Sam didn't remember that we had been <laughs> to Pasha, so I thought, because Pasha was next to where we were all staying, and you didn't remember that we'd been there. Nope. I don't remember moving clubs. I just remember I thought we'd moved rooms. I was so overwhelmed by the whole situation. So, so we did forty-five minutes of taxis that you don't recollect. No, I don't. <laughs> so good. I got, I, I got kicked out mutually, and then we all flew home the next day feeling very sorry for ourselves. Yeah, I. Well, I've definitely felt sorry for myself. I felt horrific. Yeah, kicked out the hotel at ten o'clock. Wander around like this all day. <laughs> yeah, it's so sweaty. I spent yeah. the day on the beach, it wasn't that bad. I was sick in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> At what time of day? About one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I had a sparkling water so and it, it just came from me. Well, we went for burgers. Your parents bought me a very lovely burger, very nice of them. Shout out to the great people of your parents. That was a good burger. It was great, outstanding. I felt like no one else was prioritising food that night as well. Cheating <laughs> <laughs> oh, is cheating at that stage. Ah, oh. oh, that's a great quote. There's a uh, Aaron Harris, old uh, British triathlete. Not old. He's uh, a <laughs> few years older than me. But he, he on his uh, British triathlon profile, when you had to like write where you were born, when you started triathlon, etc., it's like nutrition tip. <laughs> Ian's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> is he the guy you you went for beers with in Ibiza? No, that's another Someone old else. friend. Uh, Aaron Harris is, he's like uh, an old Loughborough guy. Well, he's not from Loughborough, but he trained there quite a bit. Trained with Clarky, Matt Sharpie, some kind of dedicated listeners to him. I know he was a under 23 world champ at the time, but Aaron was went to come off games, a couple of top fives at World Series, I think. So oh, nice. uh, now he's in the forces, but yeah, he was. Uh, when, you say, when you say dedicated listeners, there's only my mum listening. And she doesn't know who she doesn't know who Aaron Harris is. Uh, I reckon a few people who listen might know who he is. My brother will. He's a good mate with many. But yeah, he was on, Your brother was also on great form on that Ibiza night. Yeah, he came over for work. <laughs> <laughs> Best work. Yeah. For some reason, he was on it with work. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Me and him. Me and him talked business that night. Yeah, I've since sent him some photos, and he's about to send me a wetsuit. I think. <laughs> Excellent. Big deals went down at one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, um, to be fair, like David used to race as well, and he kind of misses it a bit. But he's got a good job now and he's stuff. Does he? Yeah. I know he's he's doing marathons and stuff, but no, he said to me once an Ironman. You say and stuff. He he has run like a two twenty marathon. Yeah, yeah. He ran two twenty twenty in Cheshire, Chester. And, yeah, yeah, Chester. Sorry, and then he. Um, That's a really nice photo he's taken. Um, oh, no, that was uh, in, Car- in that was Cambridge, Cambridge. Cambridge. 
Yeah. The media, the marketing media team at Cambridge, top draw. Never seen anything <laughs> like it. Best in the world. Yeah, yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he's he ran, he went to London and ran two twenty four, I think. But he was on yeah. for a sub two twenty until yeah, like eighteen miles. Yeah, he had a he oh, kind a of day, tweaked that. his hamstring. Um, but he, he's entered Valencia at the end of the year and trying to break two twenty. So. I am, but I won't be running 220. I might do 220 for a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'd quite like to break 230. Um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Valencia looks like a fast course place to do it. Although I refused to pay the entry for a while because it was like 150 euros um, until Vic, my girlfriend, was like, I'll buy it you for your birthday. So my birthday present this year is a marathon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Did you> mean- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there better be a bloody good after party after that one because it's my 30th. <laughs> I reckon if- David's there it'll be a good afternoon. yeah I reckon so yeah. Clarkie's going as well so yeah. I've actually never only seen Clarkie on one night out and that was in Kona and uh, neither of them will mind me telling this story we uh, it got to about four in the morning and um, a very good mutual friend of mine and Clarkie's um, was vomiting on herself at the table in the bar so we had to play rock paper scissors and the loser took her home so Clarkie went home at four in the morning and we stayed out and went to the after party at the Swift house yeah it was good bands high value that night it was the same person that went home early in IB yeah well, b- between Ruth and Mark Matthews I've never seen one of them survive to the end of an after party Mark Matthews is always in bed at ten as well <laughs> <laughs> he always blows his doors way too early and yeah he gets get has to go he didn't make the after party in Kona I'm not still apologising on a podcast next week <laughs> Ibiza yeah he didn't make it in Ibiza yeah he didn't make it in Dallas he didn't make it back in Daytona oh no he did make that one actually that was shout out to him back in 2020 I must admit I didn't make Dallas either and that's my first after party I've never made because I was absolutely (laughs) destroyed like honestly um, I was in absolute pieces I tried really hard like I tried so hard to get there I just couldn't I'm so disappointed in myself but we've we've kind of talked a lot about after parties and what are they what what do we think they're like are they are they getting better are they getting worse are less people turning up what what's the uh, situation with that well i've only i have to admit i've only i only started taking pictures in 2020 of triathlon so i've only done like three years at most worth so i can't comment from pre-covid i don't know how wild they were back then but some of the ones i've been to have been pretty uh pretty heroic yeah i've obviously started doing long course past like well i guess 12 months but from like short course career I grew up in the era of yeah Will Clark Clarky, like Alistair Stu Hayes these guys uh, the after parties and the short course scene were insane um, but they've pretty much died out now so I'm kind of glad I've moved over to the long course where it's maybe the older generation are carrying it on I'm not sure it's hit mess isn't it yeah oh, I mean yeah our after party in Kona was mostly with like Ruth Cat and a couple of the others, and they were on exceptional form. And St. George as well, we had a really good after party, same crowd. Lisa Norden's pretty good after a few beers. They generally go pretty hard. We were in Miami at the start of the year. In- yeah, Miami. We were the last ones there with the, the Danish crew. Yeah, they didn't turn up to Yeah, I think they tried to go out early, didn't they, or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we Which, turned up fashionably late, and everyone had left, <laughs> except Bill Christie. He was there. He was he still kind there, of yeah. like trying Bill to get Christie. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was 
getting the party going and, and stuff. Chilly the week after, yeah. there was one man that you couldn't do. The microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, karaoke. Yeah, yeah. They, it always seems to be quite a small, a small pro crowd. And the most annoying thing about after parties is like people that are trying to get selfies and stuff when you guys are just trying to have a beer. I've not been asked for a selfie like, after party yet. I feel like there's a time and a, I feel like there's a time and a place for a selfie and three in the morning when everyone's absolutely cracked it isn't the one. I just think it's a lack of commitment from people that they are waiting for something good to happen when they don't realise that if everyone just has a good time together no matter where like summer in the other week in Slovakia, we were in a room in a bar and like you could be anywhere and everyone had a great time. Yeah, Whereas I yeah. feel like people are waiting for like a good night to just sort of happen okay. upon Yeah, them. it's like when you anticipate a night out when you're in, when you're a student at uni, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. this night is going to be insane. We've been waiting for it for weeks, and it's just like average. Whereas the spontaneous ones, they just happen. Organic, right yeah, yeah, agree. It's always the championship races that people put big emphasis on after parties. Like because obviously everyone's finished the season, seems to be more people turning up because they don't have to worry about getting back to training the next day or two. Yeah, no, that, that's that, to be fair. That's when the best or the biggest after parties happen. But I quite like celebrating every race that I do, uh, even if yeah. it's just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, I what raced. In, I raced in Wales a couple of weeks ago and um, congrats little plug for yourself there oh cheers uh, yeah but yeah. we went back to the campsite <laughs> just sat around the bench outside our like two like tents uh, and just yeah just had some beers listened to some like casual music it was good like it's it was an after party but it's still a celebration I feel like I have to do yeah, that after yeah. every, single, every single race because you kind of dedicate a lot of your time and effort and everything to this race and everyone like you've got a lot of people behind you and I had my family and a few friends there so I just wanted to kind of like enjoy the moment with them and I feel like that should be something that I'd encourage for anyone to do after racing just go and enjoy it and celebrate it with an FTP test that next day <laughs> I had to do a sick guy drive the next day <laughs> yeah. no yeah, to be fair I, did, I didn't actually be of nowhere yeah, it it, yeah, that it, is, yeah, it was miles away. It's so hard to get to. Wales, it's, the biggest problem is it doesn't have a Is it in Wales? Straight from like Chester all the way to Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a long old, long old schleck that. The M7 and just plowing straight through. <laughs> yeah, you got the M4 down at the bottom. Yeah. That's about it. That's why it's so beautiful, though, Sam. I know, no one goes uh, there. It's quiet. <laughs> nah, but no, the race is good. Like it's a decent course. Like um, it's it's small. It's obviously a small race because yes, yeah, in Pembrokeshire, it's miles away. I've ever been to. Yeah, that was a good race briefing, actually. The best, the best race weekend you've ever been to. No race, race briefing. briefing. I thought you said weekend. I was like, that is a do, you, do you want to attend the well, Welsh accent? I'm not going to I can't do it. I'm, I'll end up sounding Scouse or something. <laughs> Everyone was just sat around, right, I didn't know what it was, just near the water. And the guy just came over and went, right, cool, race briefing starting now, here. He's like, right. Oh. Was it pro briefing or was it general? Pro briefing. Everyone. The pros just sort of congregated together because everyone sort of knows who everyone is and just sort of sits near each other and the official came over and was like well if you're all here we may as well do it here you and Lucy signing autographs yeah. baby's heads all that 
<laughs> right, here's one for you that I saw on Instagram today. This is a complete tangent. Okay. You're sat on the toilet, you've dropped the kids off at the pool, you're going to wipe. Are you sat down or stood up? Who the fuck is stood up? <laughs> this is honestly splitting everyone on Instagram. Uh, wait, it's 50 50. You, have you, you've not got in the pool yet? In the pool. You, the you've wiped your ass. We're not talking about swimming. Yeah, no, I know. But have you? Yeah, I know. Have you been for a? Have you been for a, Have you been in the pool before you? <laughs> no, no. Just in general, normal people. You've just gone in the morning. You've just had your coffee. Or right. Teagles made it. Yeah. Are you stood up or sat down to wipe? Who, who stood up? What? Honestly, these Facebook, uh, these Instagram comments make fifty-fifty. People like, how do you do it? Sat down. How do you get your hand in the gap? I thought the debate was which direction do you wipe, not. No, whether you stood up or not. <laughs> whether you stood up or sat down no. to wipe your backside. I'm not having that. No one's ever stood up. No, yes. I'm sat down, agreed. Yeah, I always But sit people down. stood up. What? Just Honestly. Squeaky cheeks. You know the comedian, Joel Domit? Yeah. Go on his Instagram, and he's got like a reel with the podcast with his wife, and she stands up. And then I was like, yeah, let's look at the comments. And the comments are 50-50. Mind-blowing. All right, tomorrow... Two listeners, mum and Jack's mum. Well, my mum's definitely sat down because she taught me how to wipe my ass. <laughs> She's still doing it for me, actually. <laughs> Vic's not taking on that job yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly. Right, so this will have to be a recurring. When we get a few more listeners, we'll have to actually find out if this is a thing. Yeah, we'll bring this, we'll bring this back once. We yeah. Thousands. Cool. And we'll be I can't wait. And Right, we've been talking for 38 minutes we should uh, we should probably wrap it up because we don't have loads to talk about this week we'll get more yeah. as the tour's going as well we'll have plenty to we need to we actually have realised we've not introduced ourselves it's organic isn't it it's organic maybe, cool. maybe I'm people Jack, I take pictures people fall in love with the characters without knowing who they are yeah let them try and figure <laughs> out who we are yeah yeah, yeah they'll be there a while <laughs> Stalkers. Uh, yeah, I've got loads of stalkers, mate. You know how it is. What lives with me, I uh, just got to get rid. <laughs> I'm dealing with her. <laughs> She's in there watching Glastonbury. Yeah, Rick went to Glastonbury. Absolutely loved it. And uh, now we're watching. Yeah, now oh, we're watching all the Glastonbury you. sets on repeat. Yeah, banking that time so I can watch the tour for seven hours a day. Did she go see Elton John? Yeah, she said uh, it was the best thing she ever seen. That would have been yeah, wicked. Yeah. I watched on television. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I've yeah, a few of the a few of the sets I've watched back have been pretty uh, pretty outstanding. I don't know, I just don't know. I know you boys probably can, but I just don't know if I've got got it in me to do another festival. There's only one festival. I've never done one. It's the only one I'd ever do. I'm not asked. Uh, for, I'm not asked for Leeds Fest. So. I, I went to Slam Dunk after the Challenge Champs for that was like yeah. a day festival. That was pretty yeah, good. But like, I could do a day, but like a full weekend job is like. I do Wednesday to Monday in Austin, right? Oh, like a bed, mate. You can I just like bed. Vic I, was in I'm a camper. Not, not, to be fair, yeah. she loved it. I'm staying. I'm... You can camp. I'll, I'll be alright with that. I just it's just in the middle of the season, and like you can do a day. But for me, I wouldn't be able to do. I wouldn't be able to commit like half a week. But it'd be amazing. More than half a week. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same weekend as Roth. So. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it was amazing. Like my um, yeah, my mate went and he said it was Elton John was off the like off. Like yeah, off the rails. Yeah. It was, and then my my, I've heard like from my dad's here like Cat Stevens supposed to be really good. Elliot said Alt J was good. Like there yeah. was so there's such a yeah. like a, a variety of music you can listen to. It would have been yeah. insane. Watch the Lewis Capaldi set. Tough watch. Yeah, heard about that. Lewis yeah, Tourette's. yeah. 
but everyone sung. I thought I heard that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, everyone sung for him. Yeah, a festival is like it's such a different. It takes like weeks off your life. Yeah, but also it's like a different world to what we do. And Iron Man doesn't. You're not telling me that. We, yeah, we're extending our lives doing swim, bike, run. run. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Iron Abbey, so I couldn't do the after party in summer. Oh yeah, you went early. You went home early. Yeah, shame. I'm ready, ready for the Copenhagen after party. If any Danish people listen, then hit me up. We are planning after party for Walshie this weekend. Yeah, nice. Who's racing? That's uh, good value. Doesn't matter. Tom's DJing. <laughs> <laughs> who did I request at um, the Challenge Champs after party that uh, Crazy Frog Axel F no it was uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's like a, it was it, I think it won um, Eurovision like in 2004 or something it like it, it was an six. absolute <laughs> what six you were six. Oh, okay <laughs> 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 Right, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick. Jesus. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll report back on the Walsh after party. Yeah. yeah, let me know. I will catch up next week, hopefully. So by the time this podcast goes out, we might have an Instagram page. We might not. If you need find me to put it on, because you said you've got too many accounts. Yeah, I have too many Instagrams because I'm a big deal. Yeah. I have 500 followers, I reckon, between all of them. Eight. Um, eight of them yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah eight of them is the other account following itself so yeah 492 followers between all accounts um yeah so follow us on instagram it will be at the one by <laughs> are we doing one x or one well we'll see what we can get you'll just have to find it yeah yeah, yeah. get them stalkers early yeah, yeah. So at the one by, we don't have Facebook. Don't bother emailing us. No. I will see you next week. Here's Tom's number. Give him a ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh.